0: Now, another Astros podcast. Archie Bradley, the new pitcher for Arizona, had been a starter his entire pro career until this year. And he comes in with Yuli Guriel at second base. Astros down to their final out in the bottom of the ninth, trailing four to nothing. Hard throwing righty out of Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, just outside of Tulsa. Bradley's beard looks like he has a chia pet on his chin. <laughs> Marwin Gonzalez will stand in. Gonzalez batting lefty for the first time today. Here's the 2 0. That is on the outside Uh, corner, just barely. Marwin doesn't like the call by home plate umpire Paul Nart. Can't say I blame him. It's a 2-1 count. That was brutal. Bradley delivers. That is on the outside corner at the knees. Marwin not too happy with that one either, and it's a 2-2 count. In the dirt, nice job laying off the breaking ball, and it's a full count. It's really battled in this at bat, Marwin. 3-2. That is on the outside corner for strike three, and that is the ball game. The Arizona Diamondbacks shut out the Houston Astros and earn a split of this four-game home-at-home set as the Diamondbacks win this afternoon by a score of 4 to nothing. Well, I don't blame Marwin Gonzalez for arguing those last two.
1: Paul Nart with those calls off that outside corner. I hope they go in and check the, the tapes of those. That was horrible.
2: And I'd also like to play with 27 outs and not get, get at-bats taken away from us. If you look at Marwin Gonzalez's last at-bat, <clears throat> there's plenty of pitches that we can go back to and, and say he, got, he basically got the at-bat taken away from him. And, and I've, always, I've always said to worry about yourself, to worry about your team, to, to go compete the best you can. And then you walk out there and they don't have to throw strikes to get you out. It's ridiculous, And I know we're not supposed to talk about the umpires. These guys are good men. Uh, but honestly, today, to have the 27th out be taken away, we play with 26, it ain't fair. And it's not right. It's not fair. Marwin gets to take it, uh, a strikeout to end the game. We could have we built an inning after that, and I'm tired of it. I'm tired of our guys getting taken um, to task for, for knowing the strike zone. And, and that's not the reason that we lost today. That's not the reason that we've had a tough week. But it's, it's garbage when you start getting a bats bat taken away from you. Do so you think it's a product just of you guys being more selective in the zone and not chasing a little them. bit? I mean, obviously, the, you know, take nothing away from Corbin. He had an excellent game. Greinke had an excellent game. Um, you know, we got swept. We'll we'll, we'll take you know t- take it on the chin when 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 we get beat. But this is this is an accumulation of of uh, a week long uh, feeling that we've gotten the wrong wrong end of these strike zones. So um, again, that's that's a separate issue. Today's game, we we didn't play well enough to win. Um, but but it's not Marwin's fault that he's got to cover you know twice the size of a plate.
0: Robert Ford joined by Astros manager AJ Hinch. Tough way to end the uh, four game set with the Diamondbacks getting shut out yesterday and Patrick Corbin finishing an out of, of a complete game and just seemed like you know watching some of the swings and some of the at bats, uh, guys were just having trouble distinguishing between the fastball and slider.
2: Yeah, we we weren't picking him up very well at all. He kept throwing the same slider below the zone uh, after getting strike one and and credit to him for seeing a, an area where he could exploit you know we kept swinging at it he kept throwing it uh he was really tough on us so for whatever reason whether it was the the, the spin on the ball the the sideline that people couldn't pick it up but he was he was exceptional and was very he was tough on us email mike fires didn't pitch poorly and uh, wasn't helped by an error uh, behind
0: him but uh, gave you a chance to win it just turned out Corbin was better
2: yeah a strange game for him because it felt like he was on edge all the time but but he never really caved Uh, I had obviously a home run out of the ballpark the inside the park home run you know there was an error where we threw a ball away and and it cost a run but all in all was a decent game for him from a result standpoint, and, uh, but just a strange game because it, it it felt like every inning he was in trouble. He escaped most of those with either a run or no runs, uh, but we didn't we didn't do much to support him. Back in the uh, division now, taking on the, the Oakland A's. and uh, Lefty Shamanaya
0: going for Oakland today. Alex Bregman in the two-spot. You've put him in that two-spot quite a bit against left-handed pitchers. What do you like about Bregman there?
2: Yeah, he's one of the better hitters against lefties, uh, and I want to get him a, an extra at-bat maybe against a lefty before they go to their bullpen and bring in bring in their right-handed group. But, um, you know, I'm trying to create some run-scoring opportunities for him, some RBI opportunities for, for Altuve and Gurriel. Um, I like him at the top especially the way he swung the bat the last month and especially against the lefty now, speaking of shamanaya going today for Oakland you guys
0: have seen him quite a bit already in his his brief major league career what's the key against
2: him you got to get him in the strike zone uh, and you know he, he can spray the ball around a little bit and he's tough on uh, on hitters when he gets you to swing at the marginal pitches he's got a good change up uh, he throws an occasional slider we'll see if he if he mirrors what Corbin did yesterday and throws a lot of sliders but um, it's mostly about keeping him in the strike zone. He 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 can get wild, can have some big pitch counts, can have some big innings if you if you make him throw strikes.
0: Dallas Keuchel going
2: for the Astros today,
0: coming off a really good outing against the Rangers. I know you're excited to see him go back out there and, and build on
2: that. Yeah, it is, and, and I think once we get a couple of these back to back, we'll feel really good about where he's at. And and uh, none of us doubted that he would come back and have you know have some effective starts. I think getting him to that point through rehab, through his first couple starts. Um, you know, it was a little bit frustrating. But, uh, you know, he was really good the other day. His intensity was good. His attention to detail, his command. his control, He controlled contact very well. Uh, all things that are vintage Keiko when he's good. A.J. Hinch, thanks for joining us. You got
0: it. Bregman at the plate. He singled back in the first inning. Now the pitch. And Bregman hits this one down the right field line, slicing a fair ball, bouncing toward the wall. Springer scores easily. Bregman, he's on his way to second base. He's around second and headed for third, and Bregman will go into third base with his fifth triple of the year. This one drives in a run to make it 4 nothing Astros. Clutch hitting there, slicing. It was a line
1: drive. It wasn't a blooper that way. Redmond waiting on it and going the other direction. Great piece of hitting. Well, we're just hanging out in the clubhouse right now before the first game of this three-game series with the Oakland A's. Alex Bregman is my guest today. And, Alex, you've been on a pretty good roll lately. Uh, you told me maybe about a week and a half ago your load what you're doing with your hands right now feels comfortable
3: yeah it's uh it's a little bit different than it was earlier on in the year um have been trying to make some mechanical adjustments as well as uh just sticking to a good approach of getting a good pitch to hit and um it's been paying off whenever
1: you're facing a particular starting pitcher does that matter to you you just like to know what he does but are
3: you looking just for a pitch that you can mash uh you know Depending on the guy, um, if i faced him before, I kind of understand how he's trying to get me out and um, understand what pitch I can hit um, well off of him. And I'm, I'm really just looking to, to pick a pitch and do damage on it. Do you notice that some pitchers try to change
1: within the course of a game? Or they'll stay there, and you can kind of cheat and get to maybe some pitch inside or in, in spin and turn and, and do whatever you need to do.
3: Um, you know, some some pitchers change. Uh, I think the toughest pitchers in the game are the ones that are constantly changing throughout the game. Mm-hmm. Um, a guy okay, like Justin Verlander, he doesn't he doesn't get you out just one way. Uh, he tries to, he tries to get you out one way, and then he thinks that you're going to be ready for that, so he tries to get you out a different way. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's that, that's what makes guys like him tough and. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a constant game of adjustments, and you got to be constantly adjusting to what they're trying to do to you, but also remember that you need to get your pitch to hit. Flip-flopping from short to third base, is
1: that a, a tough transition for you? Do you have to set up differently or anything?
3: No, no, no. I, I, uh, I feel very comfortable at both positions, and... Uh, just trying to go out there and, and just make the routine play and um i think uh i have been doing a good job of that switch gears fantasy football is coming up nfl season will begin in about three or four
1: weeks you and jake Mariznick starting to do your mock drafts start going through some of your drafts who do you find yourself taking most most frequently as far as the first and second round
3: uh today i did one in took mike evans and leonard fournette so i gotta i gotta stick (laughs) with the lsu guy not the second round i gotta i I gotta take fournette in the second round i think he's gonna have a a year that ezekiel elliott had last year um and i'll be i'll be called crazy during the draft but i think he's i think he's gonna have a, a have a breakout year um but yeah it's been fun all the guys in the clubhouse love playing fantasy football and we all get together and uh have a big draft um It'll be coming up here at the beginning of September, so we're really excited about it. He seems to be the best player at it? Who studies it the most? Who's into it? Um, you know, Jake's into it a lot. Um, Keuchel's the league commissioner. Um, Will Harris is pretty decent. Yeah. Um, but we're always we're always uh we're always talking trash. And uh, who's the worst? Who's the clown of that league? Ugh, that's a tough one. I don't know. I haven't seen I haven't seen McCannor or, or uh, Springer in there? No, he isn't. If he was, he he would be, but uh He'd be the clown. What yeah. about Gaddis? Gaddis actually uh Gaddis actually got ragged on last year for his picks and his team had, ended up being pretty good. Is so, that right? Yeah. All right, last question. You got to tell me the truth. Have you
1: ever come up to the clubhouse during a game to check to see how your fantasy football team's doing. Never, never.
3: I never I, <laughs> I never do that. No, I never get on I never get on my phone during the game. I just I'm focused I'm focused on uh I'm focused on just playing uh playing if the you, game. If you had to guess one guy on this team that does that, who would it be? Oh I'd have to be one of the starting pitchers <laughs> that's not pitching that day. There you
1: go that's Alex Ragman. Thanks a lot for catching up. Good luck the rest of the way. Thank you appreciate it.
0: This has been a production. And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before Well, they're getting to their feet now. Of the
2: Houston Astros. This place is rocking right now. Radio Network.